This is Earspoon, your home for the shit you're thinking anyway. Hey everybody, welcome to the Earspoon, I am Fish. And I remain Steve. And uh, welcome to the post-apocalyptic, no, the apocalypse didn't happen. Right, we narrowly averted the apocalypse, is we, that what we're saying? We did. We're on our way. We did. I was uh, I was ferociously drinking uh, uh, Mocha Joe Biden blend. Uh, <laughs> nice. Right up, th- right up into a nice, a nice hearty blend of coffee from our fine, fine sponsors known as Mocha Joes. Who? Uh, yeah, you probably stole it, you libtard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you jackhole fascist Antifa BL Emmer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Oh. So yeah, so we are here speaking not from the crater of what formerly once was right. humanity. <laughs> the, uh, for for now, for now, the <laughs> for now. scorched earth plan has been put on hold. Sort of. They're still scorching, but it's yeah. just really embarrassing. I Is think it... they're just going to scorch four seasons landscaping and leave it at that. Oh, how brilliant <laughs> was that? And I'm I'm looking at this thing, and I saw the press. Now I have to be honest with you. I sort of stayed away from the uh, from the TV that day uh, quite a bit. Uh, but yeah. I, f- I flipped it on, and I see Rudy Giuliani. Speaking in front of a microphone, and all these Trump banners are behind him. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? You know, what, yeah. what, what is he doing? So I turned the sound up, and they cut to away to this kind. I was like, where the fuck is he in a shipyard? What is where, where is he? What is he doing? <laughs> and then of course the story lets out, and I was like, oh my god, you just, yeah. you, it's like you're not even trying. To do anything right. They're the keystone cops of fascism, you know? And so, you know, what troubles me is in all of this is that's fine and we laugh. The next fascist round, they will not be this incompetent, you know? No. That's that's my feeling. They they get better and better and better, right? I mean, we started with Sarah Palin and now we got this. So, you know, Uh, here's where we are. Uh, but let, let's not, as, as you so uh, pointed, as uh, as we were discussing the pod before uh, b- before we got on, and said, let's not mm. just bounce over what happened on Saturday. I mean, that was fairly significant. Well, four years of waiting, and, and to be clear, for those who listen regularly, and that's everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was no Biden fan. I didn't vote for Joe Biden. I would have if he was in a state that could have affected the election. Um, and while I can, I, Joe Biden seems to me interpersonally to be a nice and, and grandfather like grandfatherly like character, I don't think he's a fixative. But it's better than the wildfire of the last four years. So getting to that point and seeing that announcement on Saturday, I have to say I join in and share the jubilation of. People around the globe. We saw people oh, all around the world. They're bringing bells in, the in France. <laughs> they're singing in the streets. The France, uh, uh, some um, cartoonist in France, uh, did a meme uh, or uh, a cartoon of, of of them putting the head back on the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, that's about right. This is the level so, of sick that we had achieved in four years. Well, the thing that's troublesome, and, I, and again, I want to emphasize the positives and the things that, you know, I mean, let's face it, no matter what you've been feeling for the last four years, and we all are on different shades of, of uh, color on the, the sp- political spectrum, 
I think I said to Jen the other night, uh, it feels like somebody paid my ransom, you know, and yeah. like uh, they paid the ransom, but nobody's come to get me yet. Yeah. So I'm waiting for that's in January, <laughs> you know, you know, so it's, that, it's funny. I penned my column and and my wife asked me, she's like, so you're going to do something really uplifting? I'm like, no, I'm, I, I can't. I can't. I mean, he's he's actively out there trying to disenfranchise 75 million, which will probably end up being 76 million voters. You know, oh, I, let me insert right there. I just read before we went on that Joe Biden just exceeded 50.7 percent, I think, of the electorate, which exceeds Ronald Reagan, which is the highest uh, vote total for a presidential candidate in history. Well, I knew about the to- vote total. I didn't realize that he exceeded Ronald Reagan or any of that. I didn't even yeah, percentage-wise, yeah, they, they went over the top with that. And again, I think that's a, a, a panic response from people who, many of us who are not really full fans and on board with the Joe Biden thing or the Kamala Harris thing, but as I've said to other people, quite clearly, it's the better choice. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I mean, it, you know, come on. At, at some point in time, you do have to you have to fess up. And say that this is it. I mean, you've just seen Biden come out right out of the gate. And even even Dr. Fauci was tweeting, I have no doubt in my mind that this whole situation is going to get better starting January 21st. Did he say that? Said something along that line. Holy yeah. crap cakes. I yeah. love it. You know, so. It's, and so in the meantime, you know, it's, it's I, you know, I am celebrating schadenfreude and yeah. celebrating the fact that that twisted orange mess that's in the White House who hopefully won't do anything destructive or lethal to anyone, which is a concern we actually have to have for the president of the United States, uh, but that he is squirming in his loss. He is, uh, by the way, if you get a chance, go to loser.com. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes to his (laughs) Wikipedia page, right? (laughs) (laughs) So there is no better equalizer in politics or in general than humiliation and caricaturing and he is an ongoing caricature and i would say that i am taking great pleasure in the discomfort of of the x millions of people that voted for him and him and his entire cabal i don't hold that up as a high spiritual plane i don't hold that up as something i'd encourage people to do but being not fully evolved right now i'm fucking loving it yeah and i'm gonna keep loving it there there's there's uh there is comes to that point where um where you have to basically kind of make that call are you going to take the high road that that whole michelle obama thing when they go low we go high you know what as much as i appreciate your your contribution to the political landscape no Mm -hmm. i'm i'm i can't i can't i have said this before i penned a column uh, that talks talks about this that I am I'm fully prepared to be the nicer person in the conversation. Sure, I am fully prepared to do that. I am not taking off my gloves. I will hold an <laughs> olive branch in one hand and a fucking tire iron in the other, and it's Trumper's choice. You which one you get? <laughs> you know. Well, I, and I, I am fully with you, and I I know that to be your basic operating system. And I share that, <laughs> so true. and I would, you know, I mean, in life in general, but I share that, and I would say this: if this was a simple disagreement of of policy, simple disagreement of values, or the way forward, you know, then it would, you know, I would be seeking some common ground. This is uh, failed Nazis, you know. To me, if you could, after four years, 
if you could, after four years, watch this occur, and I don't need to go down the long list of, are you fucking kidding me? Right. If you can, if you can fucking tick that check mark and say, yup, four more years of this would be great. I have no wish to engage with you in life in any form. Right. And I would say that the result of choosing something like that or the wish for something like that says you have either the kind of ignorance that kills people or you have the kind of dark heart that kills people. And this ultimately is a vote for for many of us, for and you and I as cisgendered white men, college educated, blah, 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 the very demographic that we go through. And we're that. <laughs> but we vote on behalf of people right. who need a stronger voice. You use your privilege to make sure that others are first and foremost safe. And then we move on from other things. People are not safe. Not at all. We could start with poverty and work our way up from there. But right now, if you, for me, this olive branch thing is like, well, just reach across the aisle and talk to these KKK members and talk to these, you know, dark hearted people who are, you know, armed at polling places right sorry this is not just a disagreement they are repulsive right no I, I i don't i don't uh i don't disagree with you you know i i i like I, i've also said this like you know like can 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 you take a higher ground i can certainly take a higher ground i am not going to be the one to choose that you are going to have to approach me and push push which button you want do you want the right. higher ground level <laughs> right. of fish or do you want that or do you want the tire iron? That's going right. to be completely up to you on how you approach me. Right. I got a, a private message on, on Facebook. As you know, I talked to you about this. I had thirty one hundred and fifty seven people who were on, on uh, you know, who were followed me on social media. And uh, by the end of Election Day, I was down to, I think, like twenty nine hundred or something like that, you know. Nice. So I literally, I was like, no, and and I didn't get rid of them all because not mm-hmm. all of them needed to be, you know, not all of them needed to be put on the pike. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. went through, and it's the people who posted damaging false information <clears throat> over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. and I was just like, I don't need it. It's damaging. It's so, and I can't defend it because you believe it, and there's nothing to do. So. How do I feel after the election? And I, I've I've said it like this: I've I've completed a couple of Ironman triathlons, as you know. Me too. Yeah, yeah, me too. I seen one on the TV. <laughs> uh, so, and for those of you that don't know, it's a two and a half mile swim, 112 mile bike ride, and a and a marathon. And you have to finish that in under 17 hours. All right. Right. And that's all in one day. And and when you're done, and that that that's what I call the last four years, right? Of yeah. doing that. And now we're done. So here's really what I just want to do. I, I kind of want to get my body back into a, a thing where it's not asking me what the fuck just happened to me. <laughs> and and I want to get something in my belly and I want to go to bed. And then when I wake yeah. up the next day, I'm still going to be tired. I'm still going to be weary. I'm going to feel fantastic because I finished this tremendous physical endurance feat uh, and I'm going to talk to about it to anybody who will talk to me about it. And that is just that, that and that's kind of where I'm at right now. So I'm I'm willing to have the conversations. I'm still a little sore. I'm still a little upset. You know, my body is still kind of uh, twisted up from the last four years. The new muscle memory is is to not trust media outlets. The new muscle right. memory is to basically say if somebody rails up against you, you fucking hit them. 
Right. You don't ask. Right. You don't have civil conversations. You fucking strike. <laughs> but let me ask you this question again, as I'm I'm further to the left than you, but uh, you know we kept getting preached at us through the whole thing is vote blue no matter who, mm-hmm. and what we got from the Democratic Party is centrist central is the way to go, moderate is the way to go, not lefty progressive sort of thing. So in the end. Not only did the House lose six seats and not win the Senate, but every single Democrat that did not support Medicare for all lost their election. Yeah. And every every Democrat that supported Medicare for all, which is supported by 89 percent of Democrats and 69 percent of the U.S. population, that is the way to go. So now we're being told by the DNC. You know, blue no matter who. Well, but what are we see, hearing about? Joe Biden wants to appoint Republicans to his frickin' administration. You know, that that's an olive branch at this point, and it's a game uh. that he still has to play. I don't you know, look, I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna sit here and argue with you as to what the fucking games are. Here's what I've been saying this whole time, and you can we can reel back, we can we can put all the podcasts we've done in reverse. We've got this fucking guy in the White House where now we can begin to hopefully have a civil conversation, right? Right, can, but he's not going left. No, he's not going to go left. He's going to govern center once again, and, 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 you know, here we are. But listen, I mean, the, the earth can begin to regenerate the things, things that will happen that you and I can support as opposed yep. to fucking just being shocked every morning of saying it can't get worse than it did yesterday, and then waking <laughs> yeah. up the next day, it got worse? What the yeah. actual fuck? But I, I started to tell you that, yeah. um, and of course, what yesterday or today, well, yesterday, Pfizer is saying we've got this vaccine that is right. the success rate is 90%, and both my wife and I agree until Fauci, until Fauci does the... Uh, Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing my uh, spectacles testicles wallet watch uh, and uh, so you know I uh, until he gives it the blessing like I'm not in and I don't I'm not a big va- vaccine pharma guy anyway but I, I don't I don't just I just don't think like you should medicate your way out of everything that you can medicate your way out of I think some of it you need to fight through but um, I'll you know, you on that but... this is what's that well, that, the vaccine conversation is one we should save for a podcast. Like, strangely enough, despite my my skeptical nature of governments and pharmaceutical companies, I think vaccines are one of the greatest inventions in human history. Uh, oh, I'm I'm not I'm I'm don't don't get me wrong. I'm not railing against vaccine you know, oh, vaccines. I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not going all Christina Applegate on you here. But, is that is she that? Yeah. You, oh, you know, you mean uh, Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, well, I think they're both anti-vaxxers. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they both are. I could be wrong. You could be right. It is Jenny McCarthy. Wow, an actress that doesn't know anything about things. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. I, I think these the, both of them are actually kind of fairly woke people, by the way. Not if you're an anti-vaxxer. You're anti-science. And yeah, I got no yeah, time yeah. For you. So, yeah. but, you know, but I don't like that we have to take, like, something that is, that we have to just kind of cast our cares to the breeze and take. And maybe it's just because it's such a new Thing that we have to take. Uh, but yeah. nonetheless, so I'm having a conversation on Facebook and this guy emails me and goes, hey, see that? He sends me the link to uh, see Trump was right. And oh, and, and so I, I emailed him back and went and I set him up. I said, that's amazing. And and uh, and he said, see, I told you. And I said, no, 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 no. It's amazing that I forgot to delete you. 
Oh, that's cold and funny. So, so he's like, what the, you know, what the fuck's that supposed to mean? I was like, no, like, I was literally cleaning out everybody, and I clearly missed you. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to take care of that in a moment. But he goes, yeah, right. but uh, 100 million vaccines, that's going to take care. That's going to take care of the, and this is this is the problem. This oh, is no. the fucking problem. Uh, it's going to 100 million of these are going to be produced. You'll see anytime soon. That's going to take care of about a third of the U.S. population. I was like, yep, there's your problem. This oh, is not God. a U.S. pandemic. This is fucking global. Wow. You wow, know? Wow, so that's wow. your problem. This is not just, it's not about how it just impacts you. Right. This is a global pandemic. Nobody is escaping this virus right now. Right. So for you to think that, that those 100 million fucking vaccine shots know, are coming here <laughs> describes right. to you exactly how dumb you fucking are. Go to his Facebook block. Well, I'll, <laughs> Done. I'll, I'll give you another ladle full of derp to, you can put on top of that. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Pfizer themselves yeah. made a, put out a statement saying, like, the fucking president had nothing to do with it. We took no federal mm -hmm. dollars whatsoever. Mm -hmm. This is our work and our accomplishment. Shut the fuck up. Right. And so this guy, Trump, you know, and, so, and in the end, they're going to anything that goes well. Is Trump's cause right. caused anything that doesn't go well? Is the, you know the deep state well, or they, the Democrats? They came know. right out. There's a Good Times article talking about it. it. Says we were not part of Project Warp Speed. We had yeah. nothing to do with it. As Hello. you just said, zero government funding. This is us. This is right. no political agenda. We believe in science. We believe in research, and that's how we achieved this and what we did. And I guess they partnered up with uh, somebody in Berlin. And, um, yeah, to, and Pfizer, on some level, is has been a really creepy company, and so has any of the pharmaceutical yeah, companies. Yeah, that yeah. Responsible for, some, for pricing. There's all kinds of ways you could be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, but on the other hand, it's also a very well-resourced company with a lot of really, really smart people yeah. working to save literal millions of lives. So, like, this is we have to stay open to. I, for one, have been... You know, again, it, vac vaccines are only as good, only good if people take them. Uh, if just a few people do, it's kind of meaningless. But the idea of, of it getting an injection of anything during the Trump administration to me is is sort of a non-starter. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, we snuck a little bleach in there just, you know, just to make you it know, right. It's it in, 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 when they when they when they press the when they press the. Uh, the, the elixir into your system, there'll be a small light that comes on. Just ignore that. Right. right. <laughs> Just ignore that, citizen. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. So now we sit in this, in this uh, what do you we call it, this latency period, this like neutral zone where we have a de uh, dead duck, a lame duck president who has yet to agree that mm -hmm. he's no longer the president. Uh, and, you know, un understandably, People are unnerved, but largely, we're, I'm seeing, you know, hour to hour, it's just like, there's, they're not putting this cat back in the bag. It's, there's no, I can't, other than shooting the place up, I can't picture a, a path to them to legitimately say, oh, that turns out we actually did win. You know, yeah. it's like it's just not going right. to happen. You know, so the, there's all the theories that are coming in from the left about how the Republicans control the electorate and that the the people, they will go against what the people have voted for. And, right. and I don't know, honestly, this is where it gets slightly about. I consider myself an extremely educated per person in the process. Um, yeah. And I remember this came up a little bit during the uh, 
Bush Gore uh, contested election, uh, yeah, sure. which was rightfully contested because we had one state and 500 plus votes that yeah. that separated that that would that made Bush president and made Gore not president. You know, right. and and that and so I, the, when those memes circulate around, I'm just you know they those are ridiculous to me. It's, well, it's, let's remember getting your history. Parenthetical insert. You know, looking back on it, the the awarding of the presidency to George Bush has been determined by historians and others to have been <clears> the wrong choice. Right. Uh, the Supreme Court didn't have the right to do that, and they made the wrong choice. And ultimately, we saw that Florida actually was in Gore's favor. So all of this is you know it's it's water under the bridge. I mean, this is what happened. And then there was war. Um, and as others have argued, I saw Glenn Greenwald had an article saying, like, yeah, Trump was awful. Bush and Cheney were far worse. And I think arguably, depending on how you measure it, he's right. You know, like Trump's scary and bad. But uh, George Bush and Dick Cheney, literally millions of dead people, uh, you know, war crimes. And now he's on Ellen. Point is, though, that we you know, we've reached a point where we're trying to make sense of uh I lost my train of thought. We're trying to make sense of, of what we're sitting in right now, and it's bad and all that. But I think the concern is, will there be some sort of ongoing coup or some sort of ongoing uh, you know, uh, power grab that can't be fixed and sends us into a, a tailspin? And, uh, and I would say the odds of that are shrinking by the day. You know, I don't think that they're going to be able to pull it off in, in any form. So all right. I, had, I had another thought back there that was super smart, just... Just nod your head. Just know, just know yeah. that I was just gonna, I was just gonna yeah, light the room up like, yeah, with a Corona killing UV light. Right, right, right. <laughs> but so here we are in the midst of this, and here we are watching as time goes by. And let's also acknowledge too that one of the things that's exciting about this is not just that Trump is gone, right? But hello, Southern District of New York, um, go ahead. <laughs> you know, so he and his offspring let's call them spawn yeah uh are going to be facing significant legal challenges and any number of which have the potential although we all know cynically what the odds of that are but have the potential to find any one or bunch of them in jail yeah in jail Mm -hmm. i'll take it i will take it and as i said to you many times the only way for this country to really start to heal in any significant way from this travesty that's happened in the last four years is an utter repudiation. I will say that Biden winning the, the popular vote by far is not a repudiation, but certainly a significant statement. But to see these people go to jail would say to the country and the world, yeah, we don't do that. Yeah, you know, no, this is how this is how we behave here. Right. You, know, you break exactly. the law, you go to jail. Well, I mean, I, I inside I'm <laughs> laughing because America is a long history of breaking the law and not going to jail. Yeah, ask, well, ask the Indians about the treaties. Nah, you well, know? they know. <laughs> Look, we gave them nice parcels of land. Yeah. Right. Uh, oy, oy. Yeah. Well, can I also just throw in? Sure. If I'm talking about, I say Indians because uh, it was instead of Native American because a, a, a Native American slash Indian friend of mine, an Apache, said, "Yeah, I think that's what I call them, and that's you can you should call them." So I do that. I hope it's not offensive to anybody. But I will say uh, it was the Native American vote was massive and that's way we talk about you know all kinds of people we saw that more more than half of white women voted for trump yeah but the Na- native american vote and the non-white vote has been pretty massive and it was critical in a lot of different a lot of states there was a uh, so hats off there was a mother jones article that went around that on and in, in 2016 that showed how how 
how the people voted in state and state. And, and I think it looked at uh, I, I posted it and I think it looked at African-Americans and as a whole and the entire country was blue. The entire right. country was blue. Right. So, you know, I can <laughs> tell you for the way that uh, that the white man treats them, yep. we don't deserve that kind of backing. Nope, not at all. But, you know, again, it's like we're in the lesser of evils, right. lesser of two evils kind of thinking, and then, which is a tragedy in itself. But I would say, too, and again, coming back to my kind of lefty progressive agenda, not just because I think I'm right and therefore, I frankly think that the key to unlocking a healthy future for this country rests in socialist leftist policies. And I could prove that if we had an hour and a half, but I won't. But as we're seeing all these things from Medicare for all to, you know, livable wages to $15 wages in Florida in a country, in a, in a state that goes for Trump, blah, blah, blah. All these Bernie Sanders-isms are now becoming like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, we should do this. Or, yeah, let's let's try this policy. The answer is quite clearly, and the Democratic Party can't seem to get this idea either, that you move left, you win. You stay in the center or go right, you lose. So if you want to be the party of the future, while the GOP gasps for breath after taking the, the, a knee to the groin, if, if they are going to regroup and come at it with hard, harder right fascist bullshit, this is a moment for the Democratic Party to grab the mantle, say, we're going to take this party to the left, to the left the way Bobby Kennedy was left. Not some Che Guevara thing, right. but like making sure people are okay, having adequate wages, adequate housing, medical care, that kind of stuff. That is not radical. These are fundamental human you know, virtues and so the Democratic Party is going, like, well, I don't know, maybe this, maybe that. So, this so is, we'll th see. This is going to go back to what I've said again, podcast after podcast after podcast. So now if this doesn't happen, it's on us. If, yeah. if, if it falls on us now. If this doesn't happen, because now we have the calm in which we can have the conversation. You know, we're not trying to get kids out of cages. We're not right. trying to fucking get some false wall taken down. We're not, right. uh, you know, we're, we're not worried about people losing their pre-existing health care. You know, we're, well, I mean, right. we, our strange thing that popped up right before we I came into the podcast booth was Kavanaugh was was leaning towards not dismantling Obamacare. I saw that. Yeah. So that was interesting, by the way. Yeah. Um, but, so, yeah. So. Go ahead, finish. No, you know, and so it falls back on to you and me and 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 the throngs of people who listen to this podcast. Both <laughs> Thanks, of you. Thanks, throngs. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you. Um, you know, so it, it, it that we need to now that we have a president that will at least allow the conversation to exist. Now yep. the pressure is put back on us. But dude, you know what the fear is here. Everybody's going back. Everyone's going back to brunch. You right. know, it's like, yeah, it's like oh, well, the fire's <sighs> out, so now we can just let it go. Fuck that noise. No, nope. like, this is a, a, a not only a a molten opportunity to start to really cast things in in cement, so to speak. Terrible mixed metaphor. Mm -hmm. uh, but we also are in danger. This is. I mean, we're seeing. I don't need to you know go down the long list of global warming concerns. We have a timestamp. We must move things forward in a radically and fast way. I had a conversation with a dear friend yesterday uh, who, who's older than me by far, who was uh, advocating incrementalism and a slow move towards these what he called radical policies of mind. And I'm saying, like, 
ain't time. If this was 1965, 75, 85, we could talk about that. But we know that the match is lit, the fuse but, is lit, you know, and you, it's you ticking. Need to, you, need to, you need to get one thing changed that we can all agree on. You know, and like, like, like Medicare for all is, would be just such an awesome thing. Like, that enough. Well, who's going to pay for it? I got you know, I had this conversation. Who's going to pay for Medicare for all? It's got to come from somewhere. Yeah, you're going to get taxed more. But let me ask you a question. Yep. If you're going to, what? I was, was going to say, regular working people tax more? No. Tax fucking Jeff Bezos and Amazon. No, 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 no. I know, I know. But re- realistically, this is this is how you explain it to people who are already losing a third of their paychecks, 40% of their paychecks. <sighs> fucking madness. So it, so... I, so no, it's a, all right. So let me ask you a question. What are you paying a month for your health? I pay six hundred bucks for my health. So if if every week now you get another thirty five dollars in taxes taken out, how can you not run the math on that? If that's what it yeah. ends up being, how can you not run the math on that? One has you paying one hundred and forty extra dollars a month, and having mm-hmm. the same coverage that you have, where the plan that you're in now has you losing six hundred dollars a month. Right. Well, yeah. here's another piece. So, so the, when you say to somebody about their taxes and they say, oh, you have to pay another 35 bucks a month, that also means that when everybody uh, can go to the hospital, yeah. paycheck, yeah, everybody can go to the hospital and get that cut fixed before it's gangrene, yeah. then the cost of treating things goes down, right. the cost of overall expenditures goes down, and let's talk about the elephant in the room, military spending. We spend more than the 10 next countries all combined for what? How many so times? we could take two percent of that and solve this. I remember a, uh, a, a, a an elderly friend of mine way back in the day. Um, we he was a World War II veteran. Uh, mm-hmm. We were talking about military spending, and he was pretty quiet through the whole thing. He he again a, a, a marine, you mm-hmm. know, through and through, and mm-hmm. uh, and he didn't say anything throughout this entire conversation that we were having with a, a bunch of people. And then he said, well, he goes, how many times do we, uh, I mean, if we were to go to war with Russia, how many times would we need to blow it up? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, think, not... I think once would do it, <laughs> but that's just me. And I would think, I would make the, the argument, and I think I could back it up, that we don't have military spending for protection. We have military spending as a way of, uh, as a form of graft. Mm-hmm. That is the way we get money into districts. That is the way we get money into industry. That is the way we get money into politicians. It is a freaking pool of money that people dip their ladles into all they want to and charge you $1,000 for a hammer. And that is the, the, the big gaping wound in this country. And Nancy Pelosi, of course, signed, off on, of the, uh, signed off on the country's largest uh, military budget in history and so i don't want to hear from democrats about how how much better they're going to make it until they can look at the systemic failure here this is not just an adjustment of policy here or take some money from here and put it into there it is a core systemic building block foundational discussion we need to have about what do we value in this country and one would think they would be the well-being of the citizenry but we don't we value buildings over black lives we, we value, you know, military expenditures over the actual suffering of people. So when everybody has health care and everybody can just show up, like you hear these stories of Europeans, like, and then I just showed up and they fixed it. It didn't cost me a dime. When people have that, this, the reduction of anxiety alone will have a ripple effect through the culture that people won't be panicked and working a third job. Just, my son, give you an example. Forgive me yammering on. 
My son works full-time for Jeff Bezos's grocery store. <clears throat> yeah, enough said. Um, Jeff Bezos, who, by the way, at $180 billion, could, for 20 to 40 of those billion, solve homelessness in the U.S. Right. Uh, so my son wants to put his uh, wife on his medical plan. Uh, it's going to cost him an additional $250 a paycheck. Now, my son works his ass off, is deeply responsible, hard worker, very responsible, everything you want somebody to be, you know, and he can't get by. And now they say, oh, so you want your wife getting medical coverage, do you? Well, that's going to cost you. That's going to cost you, citizen. Like, what kind of country does this? Uh, It's America? Did I get it right? Right. It's the kind of the only one, other than the, you know, the, as we lovingly call shithole countries. But in Europe, it's like, and people demand it. The citizenry demands it. And in this country, you go like, I don't really want free health care. It's socialism. Like, well, so is the fucking fire department, you idiot. I'm sorry. That's mean. I'm trying not to call names. Jenna's trying to keep me from being vitriolic. Excuse me, underinformed person, but there are many ways your tax dollars are spent. <laughs> you, on... you, sir, you, you, you have just shit your pants, and I'm guessing you're going home to change your shirt. right so well that's just you know i I get it like it's constantly oh we can have this conversation but let let, let, let's just bring this thing in for a landing yeah sorry so you feel you feel every every attempt to uh to derail this uh this this election process will just wind up a a, a turtle on its back yeah i think uh, yeah i think they, they will be embarrassed and history will laugh at them um, I think they're laughing at them now, the whole world. I mean, if you, God knows counting the votes matters, but if you just took like a straw poll of the planet, I, I have a really funny photo meme that says like, live your life, live your life in a way that uh, if you get fired from your job, the whole world doesn't dance in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is the situation. They will find it's mathematically impossible for them to find even enough votes. Even if everything right. they claim is true, mm-hmm. it's insufficient to alter the outcome. And so that this ship has sailed, and yet they look like they're delusional QAnon knuckleheads that they are, and they look embarrassing, embarrassing, and they should be embarrassing because they are the, the refuse of this culture. And so let them flail. It will not affect the outcome. And the only thing that I have on my mind now is push everything left and progressive, and that includes Biden, that includes all the House of Representatives, and now Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are going to go re-anointing back to their positions of power and lock things down into centrist bullshit. Well, we, uh, again, now that falls on us. So we'll leave it there. It falls on you. It falls on me. It falls on Steve. Well, uh, I think we're all, but I think we're, I, I, again, we'll watch it closely because fascists don't hear, don't hear no very well. No. Um, but uh, I have a feeling that, you know, this will be a, a non-starter for them. There was a tweet that went out that just said, oh, you think this is as bad as it can get right now, what Trump is doing? Have you <laughs> have, have you ever broken up with a narcissist, a narcissist before? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's leave it there. All right. This has been The Ear Spoon. And again, you can download uh, this fine, fine podcast from anywhere that you uh, listen to your podcast or go to theearspoon.com for a nice... Uh, archival sampling of the years. Yeah, it's been, been years. an afternoon with that. Yeah, yep. yep. there you go. Uh, I've been Fish. 
And I've been Steve. And we want to thank Mocha Joe's once again for bringing the pod to you as they do so diligently year in and year out. Thank you. Hooray. Thank you kindly. All right, sir. We'll talk to you next week. Bravo. Cheers. This is the Ear Spoon with Fish and Steve. Ooh, ah.